recording on now and five There we go. We are, we are officially live. Welcome everybody to Beaver's Rooms Live. Regular bono episodes that we can do here where we just hang out, have a chat, have some fun. How you doing, Roger? I'm good. Thank you for having me again. And, uh, looking forward to the fun and spectacular information that we can provide our listeners to. Exactly. Was that good? Was that good? Yeah, that's fine. I'm just kidding. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine, lad. Don't 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 worry about it. We'll be. James is gonna give me the like. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> just like a uh, nope. Not yeah, no, no, don't go there. Not there. <laughs> not today. Not today. Stay off script. <laughs> God damn it, Roger. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> How you been? How's everything been going? It's uh, been it's been a while. Yes. Well, I think uh, we had our January discussion, I think, and then I've been just. I've been honestly. I've been writing and rewriting this script for my film Coffee Express, and it's uh, man, like um, putting a lot of effort and thought into that. And you know, it's not that I ever thought screenwriting was easy because it's never been. Um, but I'll tell you, it's been very challenging to try and get it to a place to try to get an actual script ready to shoot to a place that I'm satisfied with. So that's kind mm. of been the challenge. So that's what I've been working on, and uh, I've been just been trying to do other things. Like right now, I'm trying to. I'm trying to i'm acting like as a, i'm acting as a mentor right now or I'm a, i am a mentor right now for yeah. a couple of the filmmakers so that's what i've been doing i mean yes. you know other i was what do they say what, what do you what do they say on these hustling we're always hustling yeah gary oh, v hustle gotta hustle always gotta do what you gotta do speaking of hustle uh if you're listening now uh in the link of this live stream and in the podcast link that will be available tomorrow is a buy me a coffee i already have my coffee here but it's just a little bit of uh, extra so that me and Roger can pay for our coffee habits. Yes. And I got a link in my website. That's like, uh, make me a coffee. Yes. Always want to make me a coffee. I'm good. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but Hey, uh, there's going to be a guest page as well for Roger. So, uh, which will include a link. So if you want to, throw, if you don't want to give me the money and you just want to give uh, Roger the money, then just uh, completely ignore me. Give Roger some money because he definitely deserves it. <laughs> He's got a Funko Pop yeah. addic- addiction. <laughs> you buy three of them and that's it. Just kidding. Yeah. You're done for. It's like you're 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 stuck. You're you get addicted to like these Funko Pops. Oh god damn, yeah. Just, I'm sleeping on couches here too, so I'm gonna need some of that change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need it. <laughs> we say this as we both have coffees in our yeah, hands. Coffees from McDonald's. Oh yeah, I, I would just Starbucks. There we go. Wow. Whoa, whoa. See, James definitely needs the money because he has a Starbucks addiction. So <laughs> it was a uh, buy one get one free, which is available until the end of the uh, end of today. So I had to wait in line, and it was a big line too. Oh, I feel sorry for you. See, he bought one for himself. Buy one, so he has one for tomorrow. See, but that's actually smart thinking. So he only paid five bucks for that. For Pretty much, <laughs> actually, was five bucks. I got myself <laughs> a, a big old uh, cold brew. So for those listening, he just held up a huge mug. Two, two, two liters was that? It's a trend test. It's about a liter. It's a liter coffee. But the, the the last twenty minutes of this episode, when this coffee kicks in, are going to be wild. <laughs> You're gonna be like shaking like that. People, oh, people who are listening will see it, but you'll be like, I'll be like, I'll be like the flash where you can vibrate so fast he goes through walls. <laughs> <laughs> so today in today's uh topic because 
as is tradition, we often pick a topic just to talk about. Last time we did Bigfoot, we just we decided to keep things a bit hairy, and we're going to do werewolf movies. And Roger is yes. Roger's more of an expert in this than me because he's actually made <laughs> a werewolf short. Technically, you you are more short of an thing. expert because you made a short movie. Which I've seen three, and I, plus I've seen at least three more werewolf movies than you have. So probably, probably have. <laughs> so and um, so the whole intention for today is we're just gonna hang out. We're gonna talk about different movies that we've seen, and uh, at the end of this, we'll also do a uh, a a, uh, a showing of Roger's own movie that he made before we go. And for the people listening in the podcast, I will include a link in the description as well. Yes. Um, I was just about to share this because we just went live, right? So it's like... Uh, yeah. I'm just doing just give, that. So. Give, give it a quick share. I'll give uh, it a just, quick share. Give me one moment here. Give me 10 yeah. seconds. There we go. I've now shared. I'm hope... Uh, can you see the, uh, the Collider thing that I saw or is it Facebook? I see it. Okay. Fantastic. And as you can see, if you're in the live stream, I often include a uh, graphic relating to the topic at hand. And this one is a French werewolf, including a beret, a striped jumper, and I think, yeah, he is smoking a cigarette. Is this the collider? Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm just looking. I'm looking. No problem. So anyway, so let's 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 start. Let's here we go. Start. Yes, yes, of course. Let's start from <laughs> the top. Yes. Uh, so Brotherhood of the Wolf. I've not seen this, but I do want to see it. Brotherhood of the Wolf. I will highly recommend. As um, uh, do I even want to? I don't want to. I can't give. I can't talk too much without giving a spoiler out. Um, for so for those who haven't seen it, great action. It has uh, stars Mark Dukakis as well as um, yeah, who's been uh, in uh, John Wick. John Wick is probably the the most well famous, and he's been in other great uh, action films. Um, but he's, he's also a, famous for Iron Chef as well. Yes, I mean, look, he's multi talented. Um, he uh, he's a great action star. I think he's uh, it, it does have some great fight choreography. Um, and some great action sequences. There's a bit of suspense in this film. I saw it many years ago on a VHS tape. I think uh, one of my cousins had a VHS tape and we watched it back in those days. For those, I might be dating myself in terms of uh, how long I've been watching movies, but hey, if VHS is going back, there's, there, there was a... Uh, ah, I'm getting off topic. I'm digressing here, but <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about VHS tapes now. But okay, forget the VHS tapes. I watched this on VHS but I have not seen it on the uh, Blu-ray that they have. So that's actually something I would add this to my collection because I'm also an action film lover. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the work that I've seen from this director, uh, Christoph Gans, he did the first Silent Hill movie, which yes. uh, was okay. I, I did enjoy what they put into it. It, it, didn't, it didn't manage to caption the essence of Silent Hill, but it was mm-hmm. still a good looking movie. It and was, has, and it has some great effects. I totally agree with you. I think uh, I'm not a Silent Hill fan. I played the game, I think, once, so I'm probably not the best, the best, the best, uh, <laughs> the best um, person to give an a, to give a review. But I, I thought, for what it was, Silent Hill film, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, yeah, definitely, you know, it did, 
there was a couple really interesting like I, there was a scene in there i know I, i'm digressing again right here i am but i, I will say about the silent hill i think the nurses they did they were those are really good yeah i think that scene was really good so. where they could only like uh hear sound and they were just like wildly yeah. slashing at that yeah thing. and i think that's that's from, right from the game i believe well obviously it has to be from the game but yeah anyways but he uh, did that, direct that film yes a lot of uh the silent hill has a lot from the second game which I streamed quite a bit, including Pyramid Head. I really do enjoy when you see Pyramid Head grab that girl by the chest, twist, and then throw and like the like, entirety of her skin against the door. Well, that's and that's right from the game, right? They put all that, those type of things in the game. It, and um, it, and the, the cool thing was they actually took something from the movie and put it into the game. Yeah. Uh, during the transition into like the hellish world, they yep. added that, so that's uh, very interesting. So, yeah, I, that's definitely on my list. I'm probably going to go onto Letterboxd and put that on my watch list. I've been using Letterboxd quite a bit, if you know what that is. It's a, uh, it's kind of like a social network where you can track down every movie you've seen. And my whole thing now is I've been trying to figure out everything I've seen. I've just been scrolling these whole lists. Right now, I think I'm at like nearly 2,500 movies that I've seen. Yes, wow. And it's cool because it tracks down like by the genre, by the actor and stuff like that. It, I pay like $20 a year and it just yep. gives you all these statistics, which is fun. I've also started to review movies too and uh, gain some traction from there as well. So uh, you, you are quite the movie lover. I am. I am. The fact that I have a podcast which has like nearly 120 episodes just on movies alone kind of shows my love for movies so now oh silver <laughs> bullet uh based right, on we, it, we, oh sorry so we do recommend brotherhood of the wolf definitely yes. see it i've not seen it you have so we're one in zero right now i, I can't say that just like last little bit about brotherhood of the wolf i can't say too much more about it because i'll be ruining yeah stuff but anyways see it go ahead yeah, go, lovers. go for it <laughs> But yeah, uh, for me, um, for this, uh, Silver Bullet, I have seen this. Yes. Uh, Corey, I really, Corey I, Yes. Gary Busey. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I think, yes, it's just G Gary Busey's amazing. Corey Haim, they say what, of what, how they are now, but yes. they're just two great act actors. And I love this. So you've seen this as well? I have years and years ago, but I did see this. So, yeah, so fantastic, just a fantastic so, movie. So yes, short answer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'll just drink my coffee again. Oh, go for it, man. <laughs> Every time we just take take a brief uh, drink and then go from there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So is that? Oh, Wolf. I've seen this. Yes, I remember Mike, this. Mike Nichols, right? Uh, yes. Uh, well, there it is, right on the right on the page. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at the page, dude. What the hell? But <laughs> I remember this, and I remember it being kind of a stripped down wolf movie. It, it doesn't fully go into it. It doesn't go too crazy with the wolf effects. It's very much like the old Hammer werewolf movies. Yes. Because like in the eighties, I guess they went full wolf. It wasn't like half man, half wolf. It was like full on giant wolf, and this was kind of like the return to that style. You know, in this movie, um, what can I say about it? It was enjoyable, but there was just something off about 
like it didn't hit it didn't hit all the right for me it didn't hit the right spots yeah from what i remember and uh here's a spoiler for the end (laughs) when the the two wolves fight at the end i was like oh my goodness this this is i don't know if this was it did it didn't work for me but again i've seen this many years ago and i wonder if it was uh it just didn't hit the right spots for me but maybe i gotta watch it again and be like oh okay but the the fight scene at the end i was kind of like yeah all right (laughs) but it it has a great cast too jack nicholson michelle pfeiffer christopher plummer r.i.p i I can't believe the cast these guys got yeah it's crazy david high uh pierce uh james spader as well you know that's funny that they mentioned everyone in that cast except for james spader in there because he was like it, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't have it in there, but it mentioned them quite a lot in like the text in this uh in this document that we're seeing right now. Yeah. So uh yeah, definitely see it. I, I really enjoy it. Don't expect a traditional werewolf style, which kind of became the norm after yeah. a movie that would that if I don't see this movie in this list, this whole list is trash. Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell <laughs> you which one it is. Okay. I so uh late phases. Late I've phases. never seen. I've I, never seen this. I have not seen. I've seen the cover, but I yeah. haven't seen it because I think it's also known as Night of the Wolf. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. I, so, I've I have heard of that one. I think it's on Prime right now. Maybe I'll just make a list of movies to watch tonight at midnight. There you go. <laughs> I as you howl at the moon. <laughs> is it a full moon? It's not a full moon. It's yet. Oh uh, yeah, it, it is actually available now on Amazon Prime. Yeah. There you go. Oh. So we neither of us have seen this movie, so we don't know anything of what it's about. And, and so we're two and one right now, which is yes. uh, very interesting. So I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, especially with being on Amazon Prime. And uh, so the next one is Wolfen. I've never seen this. I've I've heard the title just because it sounds silly, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've seen Wolfen many again many years ago. Three and one. Um, and what I remember about Wolfen is that um, there's a scene where, uh, and I probably totally not remembering this properly, but how I remember it is there's a scene of uh, some some Native Americans. I think it was on the on top of the Brooklyn Bridge, and it looked like they were doing a ceremony. Like there was a shot of them on top. Like I could totally be wrong on that, but I remember Wolfen did incorporate, um, I think some, I don't want to say lore. I guess lore, Native Native American lore into the. Uh, into the story somehow but again it's been so long ago i probably i'm probably well i'll rewatch it again and be like oh that totally was nothing to do with it at all maybe i'm thinking of a maybe i'm thinking of a totally different movie i don't know yeah, maybe but if i remember correctly that's what i saw and the but i will say the one cool thing about that about wolfen was the pov of the wolves it was so, very much like predator yeah, which it the says wolves. yes which wolves, it says wolves. right here yes oh look at that that was right oh and it's um, a pretty heady story about Native American land rights and an anti-gentrification stance in this film. There you go. So, 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 that sounds pretty intense. Right. But I was pretty, I was a lot younger when I saw that. Like, yeah. obviously, I think maybe it, maybe it was a super channel. Oh, shit, though. <laughs> it, it has uh, Tom Noonan, Edward James Olmos, and Gregory Hines. Uh, no, I, 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 that Edward James Olmos is in, I'm pretty much... In for it because I love that actor. Wolfen's gonna need another watch, and so I'll add that to a Night of the Wolf. <laughs> add it, add it. It's okay. So this list. next, this next one, I've seen this one. Teen I Wolf. We, we've all seen this one. I think. I think Got, a lot of people. Have Teen Wolf. It, Michael it, J. Fox. If you're a movie podcaster and you've not seen Teen Wolf, hand in your card. <laughs> hand it in. 
because I'm not putting up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can I say about Teen Wolf? Um, uh, what I remember from it, it was it was great and it was fun, and it spawned actually a cartoon, didn't it? At some point, uh, yeah, which is actually on Amazon Prime. Uh, hey, it spawned a cartoon, a movie, and like a, a second movie with uh, what's his name, Jason Bateman. Yes, where yeah. it's but it's kind of fucked up though because he was a boxer. Yeah. And so it's pretty much said that uh, werewolves have like this, this crazy strength. Yeah. And so this werewolf who could probably rip a man's head off with one punch is just fighting teenagers. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, nope. and then it and then it also spawned a um, a MTV TV series I actually watched. Oh really? I heard, I didn't even remember the series. I yeah. remember the cartoon. Uh, it, it was actually pretty good. Uh, if you if you're a fan of the CW. One of those, um, one of the actors in there is now Superman on the, the CW sh- uh, show. Oh, all right. Yeah, I remember loving this. Um, the wolf effect was pretty cool. All right. Uh, Michael J. Fox is amazing. As, and also, of course, you, you can't forget the scene where he's dressed as a werewolf on top of a van dancing to surfing UFC. Oh, yes. Okay, it was Surfing USA. I remember him on top of the van. Yeah, uh, Beach Boys. You know, I, I do. Here's, here's the one scene I remember, and it probably has it in. So Teen Wolf had that scene where he's like changing into a wolf, and his dad's like, what's going on in there? And, <laughs> yes. and then uh, he's like, okay, get ready. Or I don't know. Like, I don't remember exact quotes, but he was like, get ready. And he opens the door to show his dad that he's a werewolf, and then his dad's also a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, I love that. There's also like a lot of uh, stuff that will not fly today. Uh, today yeah there's one where he's trying to tell his friend styles that he's a werewolf because there's something wrong with me and he's like he says a lot he says a worse slur but he pretty much goes you're not gay are you and then when he tells him he's a werewolf oh at least you're not gay i'm like jesus christ you know what i mean things that would not fly that are in oh definitely it's definitely so yeah but Listeners, but this is yeah. in, this was in the film. <laughs> we talk about like the context of the film and stuff yes. like that, but like it will not fly today. But it's just it's really like interesting to watch. And uh, what what are your thoughts on that? Where with we there was a lot of like um there was a lot of I don't know, I don't want to say slur. I mean there's a lot of slurs yeah. now, but not just it, back in the eighties. You saw a lot of these type of um these type of films and these types of. I guess words they use back in those days. So uh, all I can say is it's a product of its time, right? Mm. I was watching um, what was that movie? Porky's. I might as well. Mm. That's what I. Okay, so I was watching Porky's, and <laughs> it's on Prime. Or I think it was on Prime. So I was like, hey, I haven't seen this film in years. So I was watching it. Yeah, even in there, there's a few little things where you're like, eh, I don't know if that would slide today, but you know, it's a product of its time. Like, what can you say though, right? Um, that's just how it is. So. Exactly, you look back and you learn to do better, right? So I much rather them show it and just have like a card saying it's a product of its time. It doesn't reference today. Just sit back and enjoy it and stuff like that, rather well, than you know, comple- rather than completely eliminate it. That that's yeah. no, you're right. I mean that's that's the one. That's the way to go. Just explain that's what it was. Because I think um, right now, um, I guess uh, to digress from this conversation, but pertains to what we're talking about in co- the context of it, is that. I believe Disney Plus uh, took some of their cartoons off of the children's channel and they, they kept them up there because they're depictions of, um, I think, depictions of Native Americans and Black people in, in a couple of cartoons. So I think it was 
Dumbo and I know Peter Pan because yeah, for me, Peter Pan is famous for this mm. terrible of Native Americans, well, Native people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, I think th those are two shows. I think they, the cartoons, they took off the, the children's network. And I think they, I think, I'm not too sure. I believe they might have put a card up at the be beginning and said, you know, this is a product of its time. So yeah, I think it's better to do that so that we can understand where we came from and how we've improved as a society when it comes to that kind of shit, right? Part of growth, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's good to show uncomfortable discussions. It needs to happen. You can't just uh, erase things in the hopes that it just goes away because that's not how uh, wounds are healed. Yes. You know, like, like say if I cut my hand and I just keep forgetting about it, I could have my hand cut off because it can become gangrenous. Whereas if I deal with it, even though it may pain me, it's better than cutting the whole hand off. So let's not cut our hands. Yeah, let's not cut our hands. <laughs> or if you cut your hands, take care of that wound. Exactly. <laughs> I like how you, that's what you took away from it, Roger. <laughs> so speaking oh, of how, let's, let's talk about the howling. Let's go back um, to the werewolves. <laughs> let's go back to the werewolves. So I, I've seen I've seen this. I, I do really enjoy Joe Dante's work. Yes. Uh, he's done so much good stuff. And... D. Wallace, uh, John Carradine, Christopher Stone, Patrick Mc Mcnee, just a good, good cast. Ooh, bit. It was well. I mean, um, D. Wallace is you know very infamous. Obviously, a lot of people might remember her from ET, but she was in a lot of horror films also. Yeah. Well, I should say a lot. She's been in a few horror films. I, I don't know. I don't know the number exactly. Uh, Cujo, Hills of Eyes. Yeah. Cr so critters. She was in Gremlins, apparently, wasn't she? No, no, that wasn't her. Sorry, no. I'm getting I'm mixing up. Joe Dante directed Gremlins. Yes, talking about here. Uh, she did like Halloween. She, she's been in a bunch of Rob Zombie stuff too. Yeah, but you know, it's interesting about Joe Dante's career trajectory is that um, he didn't just stick with horror films, right? He directed kind of action, uh, Small Soldiers. Actually, was one of his films. Yeah, um, which that kind of worked into the Gremlins style, though. You know, I yeah, mean, like, Gremlins, like, Gremlins, well, I guess Gremlins was kind of a horror film if you look at it that way, right? You could say he he was very uh like je genre bending. He would go for the comedy, but he also throw in horror horror elements as well. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else um he directed. Uh, Matinee, he did the original Piranha. You know, he a did a set. Of yes, he did. Uh, the Burbs. <laughs> one one movie that I don't often hear about, which I generally enjoy his inner space that is that getting a blu-ray release because that should have a blu-ray release i haven't seen that one in years yeah we're, we're going on a jo joe dante kick right now yeah oh a side note so uh, i'll give you a quick note about i, I did i don't remember seeing him but uh, my partner at the time had said um he had said okay so to preface this i guess uh years ago i think back in 2014 i went to the american film market my first time in los angeles um so at the American film market, you have all these parties and gatherings, not like now where it's, everything's online, right? Um, yeah. We ended up going to the Manitoba. Uh, I, I said, I, I could, I'm trying to remember this correctly. I think it was the Manitoba film was having a kind of a, a party. Uh, well, party. So you go to these gatherings, right? And I believe my partner was like, hey, I think that's Joe Dante. I didn't see him, but I guess he was hanging around there. And I was like, I didn't even think to go up to him and talk to him. I was like, oh, cool. Because I, I think I was talking to a producer, a director of a, uh, of a film that um, um, Danny Trejo was in. So 
uh oh okay yeah so i didn't get a chance to really yeah but had i kind of you know been in the right that mindset of like oh let's go talk to him like i'll go talk to joe dante but anyways i was that close i was that close to talking to joe dante so never <laughs> happened but uh yeah. i kind of regret it but at the same time i'm talking to a gentleman who just finished working with danny trail so yeah um, so cool. it's a win-win situation right yes 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 so there we go so now the next one is the company of wolves oh I... wait, wait did we give our our saying on the howling we should oh, yeah. def- definitely watch the howling it has yeah great- it was actually it's actually pretty scary in a certain if you watch it at dark at midnight <laughs> yeah so Alone at midnight uh, uh, so yeah the company of wolves i've never seen this i've not seen it either but apparently it's I'm by not, the guy who did uh interview of vampire really yeah so it's like i do you know what i do remember seeing the the cover in all the one of the one of the covers in all the um what's that okay so i remember i always remember seeing the cover of the wolf coming out of the person's mouth that yes. movie cover in the in the DVD rental places when they used to have them. I remember seeing that. I had never seen the film though. <laughs> That's Angela Lansbury though. You know, this this might require a watch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I have no, I don't nothing about it. Uh, yeah, I okay, yeah, I remember, I remember the. Oh look yeah, there of it this. is. Okay, so there it is. There's that picture of uh, maybe yeah. not that one, but the one up there above. above uh, I can't, I can't. Not that one. <laughs> What the, what the hell? That's just dogs. <laughs> dogs. That's just like those aren't wolves. That's just this is a bunch of German shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those aren't wolves. But okay, so there's that there's that cover right there. You see at a horror fandom. Dog, yeah, that one. So I remember yeah. seeing that cover. Maybe uh, maybe we didn't watch it because it was gross. <laughs> that cover was gross. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing this. But it thing. looks like it's like a remake of uh, Red Riding Hood. Red Riding Hood. I'm trying to remember. Obviously, I know I know what Little Red Little Red Riding Hood. I know what that story. But yeah, was was there a movie called Red Riding Hood prior to this? Prior when was this released? Company of the Wolves is that eighties, eighty four? Yeah. So, so yeah, it looks like it's like kind of a a, a modern. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing we can really say about the Company of the Wolves because neither of us have seen it except for the. All I gotta say is except for that gross cover (laughs) that I thought was gross. Yeah. So the next one is Curse of the Werewolf. I've never, I've never seen this. Curse of the Werewolf. Um, is it an old one? It's probably an old film. Yeah, it has Oliver it. Reed in it, so it's oh, definitely man. older. <clears throat> no, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. Oh, man. No, haven't seen that one. Yeah, so right now we're free. Here. I believe we're free for one. So I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, while our listeners are joining us, yeah, we're just talking about werewolf films. Yeah, um, Curse, Curse of the Werewolf. Um, no, sixty-one. Yeah, older film. Yeah, you have to add it to the list. Yeah, definitely. I, I'll, I'll send you. To, I got nothing to say about it. What do you got? Anything to say about it? <laughs> no, really, I'm not. I'm not seeing it either. But uh, just like looking at the werewolf, of it, it actually looks pretty cool. Yes, it looks very visceral, but they've kept the face probably just because of like the mm-hmm. style at the time the next one that i'm excited to talk about ginger snaps ginger snaps is like the i don't honestly call it but it's very it's a canadian film and it is a very it was a, it's a very good film it's a cult it was like a cult hit it's a very big cult hit film and it stars um emily perkins and Catherine isabel yes yeah so uh it um, ended up having two more movies after that 
Yes, and I, I think I only seen the second one, but I haven't seen the rest of them. The second one, I actually really enjoyed it as uh, Tabitha. Uh, so I can't, she has a really hard last name to say, but she's the main actress in Orphan Black. Okay. Who has now gone on to? Uh, she's actually going to be in Marvel as She Hulk, and she um, plays a, a little girl, a little girl called uh, Ghost, and she's. Okay. She's really good in the movie. And, but the first, like I said, the first movie is almost a masterpiece, in my opinion. It's one of the, it's one of the strongest werewolf movies that was released. Because, definitely have to, if you have not seen Junior Snaps, put this on your list. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, sorry to cut you off, Jada. We got some people listening. To, hey, Dwayne and Steven. I yeah. love watching. But- hey, guys. How's it going? Fa- thanks for uh, stepping in. But yeah, Ginger Snaps, I really like it because it's kind of like the, it's kind of a supernatural twist on female uh, growth and everything like mm-hmm. that. But like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yes. It's a uh, metaphor. Is that, yes. is that, is that the right word? I'm using? Met- <laughs> metaphor for female pubescence. You're just reading the article now. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't reading that article, but I was just looking it up on uh, IMDB because I wanted to see the director. <laughs> it was uh, yeah. John Fawcett. Right. So I wanted to see what he was directing. Um, I thought, Overall, I really Ginger Snaps was a really great one of the top Canadian films, I think. Um, mm. And I do remember seeing it. I think I did see it in the theater. You know, that was a long time ago. Holy man! I remember I, watching it on DVD when I was twelve. Oh God, you snuck <laughs> in? No, I, I should, I should, yeah, I snuck in. I should buy. Uh, I'm kidding. I should buy the um, uh, DVD. Do you have the DVD? Do you own it? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. I should I should actually rent rent that rent it. What am I talking about? Buy the DVD. You know, yeah. there's a lot of great films that do not have the Blu-rays and the, or the DVDs too. Um, yeah, but that's anyways. That's besides the point. But for those listening, Ginger Snap should be up there on when you talk about werewolf. Oh, uh, definitely. It's, and even Canadian films. That's a really great uh, Canadian film. It's such a good movie, and it's it really does its tropes well with a great cast, with a great oh, cast, and definitely yeah, it's a, it's it deserves a rewatch. This is hey, definitely. I'm gonna look it up on add it to my midnight screening of Prime Videos. <laughs> this podcast live broadcast is not sponsored by Prime Video, although we are open to the <laughs> hey, we, sponsorship we, by Prime Amazon. Amazon, if you're listening, you know. although we are an Amazon affiliate, so if you do want <laughs> uh, any Amazon stuff. Uh, just send me a message and we can uh, set up something to to help help you find the DVDs that you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, you got to buy us coffee. Well, buy you coffee. Yeah, buy me a coffee, goddammit, even though I've already got one. For those listening, I just I need one for tomorrow. Make me a coffee. I'm too cheap. (laughs) James has uh, expensive Starbucks coffee, and here I I am acting like I got McDonald's coffee, but I have no-name coffee in here, so I just (laughs) use a cup. Totally a joke. We're taking a coffee break here. Yeah. got ice in my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, so, so the next one is nice the coffee. Wolfman, the classic Wolfman, Lon Chaney Jr. I've never seen this. It's blasphemy, yes. But <laughs> me as a movie viewer, I don't know. I had this real big disconnect from the older movies. Yeah, I think it's this just because a Hammer film is that is one of the or the Universal, I think it's the Universal, Universal films. Yes, they did make a well the updated one um, uh, with. Benicio del Toro, Toro, yes. Um, That is, uh, well, that was a remake of this, but it didn't, again, it didn't hit, didn't take the way it probably should have been. Yeah. So so we'll Uh, we'll see, we'll see what's up. Yeah. 
Uh, so have you have have you actually seen this yourself or I've just seen kind of bits and pieces. I haven't watched the whole film, but um, I believe this is like kind of the first werewolf movie and one of the first ones on the Universal Monsters. Yeah, nineteen forty-one. Yes, and uh, they were they were a few years ago with the um, I think it might have been with the Wolfman, but I could be wrong. But they were trying to do that Universal's Monster Universe yeah. film, oh. and that did, and because of the it started with the Mummy, right? Gu- guaranteed with uh, with these. With these, uh, well, way before everyone was trying to do their own universe, yep. Universal already had it. They already yep. had their own universe where they would mix and match all their, all their uh, characters in in ways so that everyone, everyone could like make money. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and then they tried to do it again. The only issue is, uh, in my opinion, Tom Cruise stepped in and says, "Hey, I want to be the star," and kind yep. of ruined that. And it, but it does seem like they're maybe trying to scale back on big budget stuff and doing smaller budget stuff in the intent of mixing it together later on. Yeah. If it, know, I haven't seen the moment either, so not yet. So yeah. I'm like to watch list. <laughs> I did watch The Invisible Man, though. That was really good. That but, was just recently. Yeah, it, it was actually, uh, well, it came out last year, so it wasn't it came, that recent. Did, did it come out during the pandemic? Uh, came out just before because I saw it oh, in the we're still, we're, still, we're still in the pandemic. <laughs> it came out just before the pandemic because it was uh, in the theater when I watched it. Yes. Okay. I haven't seen that one. See, I have, I have a huge list of movies, everyone, that I'm still getting to slowly day by day. Yes. <laughs> Going all the way back to The Wolfman in 1941. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's part of the, I'm trying to, we're, we're trying, we're trying to get these films watched here. So we'll see. I, we'll I see. think it's on Amazon Prime too. So it's that's unfortunate about the reboot. That would have the re, the Universal Monster reboot they were gonna try and do. I think that would have been interesting. It would have been an interesting kind of side to the Marvel universe. But they, tr- they tried to do it again. They tried. They've tried to do it twice now. The first one was with uh, Dracula Untold. If you remember that movie. Oh yes, yes. With uh, Luke yeah, Evans. I haven't seen it. I know what you were talking about. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then they try, they try to reboot it again with the mummy. And now they're like, let's just do regular movies and hope for the best. And they got Bloomhouse involved too, which is good. Yeah, you know the best um, universal cross, cross universe is that a Universal Monster Squad. There mm. you go. That's a film that needs a remake. But yeah. that's probably the best. Uh... I don't think a remake. I I think they should just do a sequel. Oh, that would be good. Where it's just like. But they, because apparently the director had an idea where it's about the kids, yes, and how they really badly got affected by monsters attacking them. Oh, well, say that would be interesting. They all, they all have to come back again, and like apparently they wanted to. You know, the girl that says she was a virgin, but she actually wasn't. That was that guy's older sister, right? In the yeah. yeah. Uh, this may be like with a pinch of salt, but apparently I heard that they wanted to make her a nun. Oh, okay. Because with her be in like the sequel you're talking about. Uh, yeah, they wanted to make her a nun in the new movie because she felt so bad that she could have potentially doomed everybody because she said she was she was a virgin when she wasn't. She decided to like never have sex again, and she became a nun. So that was her going to be her backstory for the whole. Yeah. Okay. So I, I should. Uh, when when were they talking about? making a sequel <laughs> I, th- I think it was 10 years ago oh man so um, i i think it's dead in the war if anything i'm surprised they've not tried to re- 
uh, reboot it. And I think there was talks by Platinum Dunes who did all those remakes in the uh, early 2000s, like yeah. te- Texas, uh, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. So, but well, it would be really interesting to kind of see a Monster Squad sequel or Monster Squad mm. reboot with an intended trilogy that happened, right? Uh, yeah. And there you go. There, you know what? That would be a good crossover. Was the Monster Squad meets the Universal Monsters, <laughs> or, or uh, Monster Squad meets the Goonies, or something like that? Yes, because there's always there's always a choice. You're either a Monster Squad guy or you're a Goonies guy. That, that's a that's actually an interesting. Uh, that'd be that would be a good debate for a film. I'm gonna write it down would to be. a future script. <laughs> I get credit, okay. <laughs> so uh, the Wolfman, I've not seen. Have you seen? I have not seen the Wolfman. It's on my list of films that I need to watch. So I'm um, four and two. So let's yeah, go. For- these are all my list of films I need to watch before I'm thirty. So yeah. Oh, here we go. Roger. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> so this next one i absolutely adore yes dog soldiers yes really well done the monsters look terrifying has neil a marshall. great script neil I marshall is amazing one of, his better, one of his better films yeah i think this one in the descent and then he's uh i'm just gonna throw that well there. this one descent and i think uh he did direct Doomsday, but I was like, mm, it was okay. Doomsday was I like Doomsday because it kind of went batshit crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, he did three really good, interesting films. Uh, the the dog, dog Soldiers, The Descent, The that Death. I can't even say that properly. Oh, Centurion. Descent. Centur- I haven't seen Centurion. What That's is- really good. Isn't that with... Um, um, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, and uh, yeah, see, I haven't seen that one. Ah. Im- Im- Imogen Poots, Michael Fessbot, Bender. And I'm trying to think, what's the one with um, Super Superman? Oh my goodness, uh, he was in because they, they had a there a few years ago. They had all these like old types of the Last Legion, the Eagle, yeah, Centurion, and they did what's the other one? Um, it was like these old types of sword and sandals films. They ca- they call them. Yeah, uh, I know there was the uh, the pl- the Black Plague as well. I'm gonna let me look. Let me look who. Let me look who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, <I'll, laughs> give me a moment, and I will tell you the exact movie that I'm talking about. There we go. I mean Henry Cavill. Super. I keep calling him Superman. <laughs> Sorry, Henry. Um, so Henry Cavill was in the film, but there was another one. Um, oh, what's Man, it called? Okay, Henry Cavill has been in a bunch of genre movies. Like like horror and stuff like that. It's surprising. He was in a Hellraiser movie. Oh yeah, hey, you were you were showing you were posting on your your Instagram stories. Yeah, he, he was uh, twenty two at the time, and he was in what which is considered one of the worst uh, Hellraiser movies. But it has, a, <laughs> it has a great cast. It has a uh, Catherine Winnick from Vikings. It has Ezekiel from Walking Dead, and mm-hmm. it has uh, Lance uh, Henrik as well. Yeah. Had a great cast, but the movie just fell. Fl- Everything else was god dog shit terrible. Oh, that's good. the the Immortals. That's yeah. the film. That's the film I was thinking about. He was in. So Henry Cavill was in that one. Oh, quick side note about Henry, Henry Cavill. He filmed um, Night Hunter here in Winnipeg, um, which I was no part of, but I know he was. Uh, I did see them. I did kind of watch some filming on one of the. Uh, I think Princess Princess and Logan. They were filming that area. Yeah. Here in Winnipeg, and he was in the area, and they were filming. Uh, well, he so he was here filming in. Um, um, I know a couple of people who were part of that part of the the production, 
but uh, they had a call for extras and I didn't go and I was like, oh, I should, oh, go. I should go. But apparently um, Henry Cavill was working out at the uh, Goodwill. Is it Goodwill? Not Goodwill. Good Life. Uh, Good Life on, uh, on um, not Jefferson, Leela by Garden City. So oh, apparently near he me? Work- yeah, he was, he was working out over there. So uh, at, Ru- so, <laughs> yeah, when he's You should have told me, me you could just hang outside. Yeah, be go, hanging go, okay, Henry. He'd be like... Go. Go to go, go, hey, we're going to Smitty's. You want to come with us? <laughs> and be like, get the hell away from me. <laughs> hey, Superman, get the hell away from me. All right, hey, Roger, we, we speak the, the same language. Let me deal with it. You're right, mate. I, I, Smitty's. <laughs> yeah, you're like, go full English. <laughs> yeah. Or you'd be like throwing like insults at him with like UK. Like, I, which would be an insult like, about their soccer teams? Ah, you bloody wanker. Get over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Birmingham is better than London. Or, I don't know. See, I don't hey, know nothing about football. Don't mention Birmingham. That's my uh, podcast provider. If they hear it, they might just cut my services down. So <laughs> don't, sh- don't shit talk Birmingham. No, I, I was saying they're better. I, I, I was totally for them. <laughs> I, I, I I did do that behind closed doors in Salt yes. Birmingham. So, <laughs> yo, it's kind of funny. So we got on this big whole tangent, and we're not even talking about the <laughs> exactly. That, 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 that's we, we have like a brief thing that yes. we focus on, it's and then because... we just we ignore it half the time and just go on tangents. That's it's that's the whole point of this whole setup. This is, yeah, this is this podcast is called Tangents with Roger and James. You know, James and Roger. That, that's. That, that's going to be the monthly name, just Tangents with Roger and go. James. <laughs> we just talk, talk about your BS. We, we have a tough topic, and the question is, and we should do a poll, how many minutes dedicated to the topic will James and Roger talk about? Yeah, he's going to buy us a coffee and tell us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Dog Soldiers oh, yeah. definitely has one of my favorite lines when one of the characters is backed into the corner and he looks the werewolf dead in the face and goes, I hope I give you the shits. <laughs> Love that line so much. Uh, I'm excited to get to the next one because it's one of my favorites of oh all time. You say that line as I drink my coffee here. <laughs> so this is an American werewolf in London, directed, yes. written by John Landis. Uh, and I've, I've actually got to mention Rick Baker. Yes. His werewolf transformation in my opinion has never been beaten everyone tries to to match yes. it but yes. i don't think unless you have it on the same same level you're never going to beat it it's so well done so horrifying the soundtrack used for it blue moon is just amazing yep and nothing else and this movie has actually skewed me because uh what was it a few years ago I went back to, back home to England. And I was in the London tunnels, and all I could think about was this movie. Towards mm. the end, when the werewolf is chasing the woman in the tunnels, yeah, yeah. So just such a good movie. And well, no, it was uh, he was chasing that business guy in the tunnels, right? That was it. Yes, those are those are actual like very famous tunnels in in back in London, right? Is that yeah? The, it's right? the I'm not from London, so I'm asking. It's the tube tunnels. <laughs> you okay. basically walk down there to get to uh, the tube to, to get to various places. Let me ask you this really quick, just a, a digressing because we always go on tangents. But um, tangents, yes, yes, there you go. Is is um, there's a tunnel, a train that goes from like UK to France. Is that is that yeah, something? the Channel Tunnel? Oh, yep. Okay, it was used in Mission Impossible at, uh, okay. at the end, where okay. if you remember that, where they're on the train and then they go underground. That was in the Channel Tunnel. Oh, okay, so that makes sense. Well, you know, Tom didn't tell me so. 
that he, he didn't mention he was too busy tr trying to yeah, find well, out what you but i was trying to direct him he was like what who, who are you <laughs> you're the director get out of here yeah he's like leave me alone <laughs> yeah no and okay so, so cool that's right and so that i actually we reached the end of the list do you um do you like, when you go back home and you walk through the tunnels and everything do you get freaked out a little bit this? a little bit i'm, I'm always worried about a, wait a minute um so american werewolf in london was one of the top i uh, probably the top known as the top werewolf film right now currently yeah. um, by a lot of people i think and it has some really great special effects yeah um the effects were top-notch but one of the effects workers also just a side note ah, I, I his name is escaping me and i'm trying to look it up um but one of the effect artists from american Wolf, werewolf in london went to go work on the howling so mm. you can kind of see some of the effects have a and it came similar, out around the same time as well yeah there's a similar wolf change to it so it was kind of around there yeah lycanthropes yeah. hey, have, have you seen have you seen um lycanthropes changing i was trying to say something but never mind <laughs> you, you sure no no i was trying to make a comment of lycanthropes changing never mind <laughs> you, you okay <laughs> <laughs> yes go ahead uh have you seen american werewolf in paris i have and oh. i seen that in the where was it um i, I might have been around uh i saw it let's just say i saw it because i it was i was kind of like eh. Oh yeah. man, that 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 movie is such a shame. It's it's just it just ripped off the name of uh, American Wolf in London, and oh my goodness, they, you know, had they had they went, um, had they went, the uh, traditional special effects route for the werewolves might have been something, but they went uh, all CGI on the werewolves. And it ripped. the The one thing that I did like in that movie mm -hmm. is there's a scene where they're crucifying a guy in like a rave yeah, and the okay. rave gets broken up and all you see is the guy still tied to the crucifix running towards this religious guy and he starts doing like the uh yeah doing this and that's the only part i remember other than absolutely terrible uh cg oh man like how how can you go from American Wolf in London and how good that was, and then go to whatever the hell happened in Paris. Oh my goodness! You know well, what I mean? They, they got the rights and they made the sequel. <laughs> oh. turn, did not turn out the way they probably intended it to, but yeah. Um, you know what? Maybe American Werewolf in Paris deserves another rewatch just to be, just to kind of affirm that it wasn't it wasn't up there with American Werewolf in London. I will uh, veto that idea. <laughs> but um, i will say had they went the traditional route and just used practical effects i think it would have turned out a lot differently but they chose to go with the cgi effect which had a terrible yeah effect on it and then there was another one that was like kind of a misstep uh there's that I'm, I'm going to talk about these two that were missteps before we go before we finish up here yes uh cursed west craven's cursed yes uh that one apparently had so much studio meddling that mm -hmm. it was intended to be a lot better and they basically rewrote everything and reshot everything that it became a garbled mess. Oh, okay. Uh the, if you I will include a link in the description, but there's a, a whole I think it's Joe Blow where they talk about how they made it. Apparently it took four to five years to make. 
it was in development hell for the longest time. And it was just so much studio interference. It was just ridiculous. And Wes Craven like hated it. And that was like his creation. He he really wanted to do what he did for Scream for Mm -hmm. werewolf movies. Yeah. And it had a great cast and everything like that. It just, uh, Studio Meddling Man sometimes just gets disgusting. And then the next one, which I appreciate what they did, but it's, again, it with these movies, it all depends on your effects. Mm-hmm. You, if you can't have good effects, don't do werewolf movies. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Uh, unless, and I'm going to show... Uh, I'm going to show at the end uh, a, a good way to do it, but if you're and if you're a werewolf, you probably shouldn't be in the movies at all. Exactly, exactly. Because they make you look bad. Stay out of here. <laughs> if you're a werewolf, stay out. <laughs> because stay the the other one was um, the Benicio del Toro uh, werewolf, which I like the look of the werewolf, but apparently they had they added CGI effects to it, which yeah. kind of made it look look stupid. We had a great cast with Benicio. Like, like I said, Benicio del Toro and yes. Anthony Hopkins. Yes. So yeah, again, that, that looked like a, the potential to have a really great, to be a really great film, and it just fell flat. Like something didn't work. And but that's I will say this as a filmmaker, that's the challenge of making films is that you never know uh, what's going to hit and what's not. You can do the best film, but if it could be something, it just something something falls flat about it, right? Because again, studio, the writing, the casting, the directing. Maybe the editing, something didn't come, something good didn't come out of it. So you never know. And then you can do something. And even the budget, the budget doesn't matter, in my opinion, because sometimes you can make, again, you could have the biggest budget, but what you just said with Curse, like they had a huge studio behind it and it still didn't turn out the way they wanted to. But you look at something like Neil Marshall's film, which had a really small budget, a really tight budget and um, really good directing, good storytelling. And it turned out great. I mean, it's a classic. Well, I think we we do we I think we both agree that Neil Marshall's film um, is a classic. Dog Soldiers. Oh, so. it's 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 what put him like above yep. everything else. And like I said, the, the thing was uh, with the Wolfman. Going back to that, it had Rick Baker on it. Mm-hmm. It had all the keys for success. American Werewolf one. Yes, but uh, apparently it was just like budgetary issues, and they hired the director four weeks before principal photography, and just. It was so rushed that they couldn't get it right. But like I said, you had Rick Baker. You had this great cast. Yeah. The, the director that they brought in, even though four weeks before shooting, was yeah. Joe Johnson, who has yeah. done some good movies. Yeah. Uh, it's just such a shame just how they did it. No, it's, and, like, it's... and the Wolfman himself looks amazing. Like, yeah. No, the like, Wolfman looks really good. Hey, we have some people comment. Hey, Kirk, what's going on, Kirk? Kirk is in a sort of studio interferences have proven fatal to a lot of potential great films. I feel for the directors and writers and those issues. Correct. Kirk, yes. Exactly uh, what uh, and like the big one that I'm what noticing now, if you, if you look on a lot of Harvey Weinstein stuff, he's notoriously bad. He will uh, come in and tear your movies apart. Like Guillermo del Toro on Relic mm-hmm. is one of the worst travesties I've seen. And you've seen... Guillermo del Toro and he has a bit of freedom he can make magic well on uh sorry not to not to correct you I think that was um mimic uh, mimic not sorry relic. I guess mimic and relic they came out around the same time 
So I always get him confused. Thank yeah. you for correcting me, pal. <laughs> and that's, you know what, that his, that issue with that producer is like a whole other topic. And we oh, all know yeah. what, we all know what happened after that. Like, yeah. That's the law. So, but yeah, like, it's it, unfortunate. But when you have people who don't, whether it's studios or whether it's producers who don't believe in the vision, right? Uh, yeah. It's unfortunate. And you're right, Gilmar Del Toro. We know he does great films with the right, with the right team. He can yeah. do really great films. And you have, if you don't have someone who shares your vision and again we don't know it everything there's so many making a film is difficult making a, making movies is hard i will say that it is Very uh, like, hard. Some, and here's the thing i'm not saying that studios should fully step away because sometimes and i've seen this especially on netflix where there's not much studio interference in my opinion where it feels like the movies are way too long yeah every time i see a netflix i always feel like they should have had someone in there saying, hey, you need to cut out these frivolous scenes. Mm -hmm. Because often, oftentimes you give a director full control, he kind of overloads. So yeah. you, can't, you still need that guide in hand, but you don't need someone coming in, micromanaging every small aspect. Yeah. It, it, you kind of need that nice balance. So speaking of nice balance, uh, let's finish this off yes. with uh, your own wolf movie, which uh, is a lot of fun. Mm, we, for those listening you're about to uh, witness the uh you're about to witness the strength of werewolf knowledge <laughs> Wait, i, I see all the movies i know what i'm talking about i gotta say i gotta say this from my uh, uh i gotta say it from my my instagram crowd so I'll, let me repeat that you're about to witness the strength of werewolf knowledge on uh, james and uh, <laughs> Um, tangent tangents podcast <laughs> live podcast <laughs> but here we go we're going alive and we're about to watch the wolf starring so, so what we're going to do is we uh we're going to do like a bit of a live commentary so if you want to like mention anything that you uh that you notice or anything like that just kind of add add a bit of extra bonus content go for it so we'll begin in five four. Well, wait, wait, i gotta do it one more time because i totally cut myself off on who stars in this film oh, so let my me do it again no, it's all good, man. Um, sorry, I got cut off there. The Wolf, starring Amron Singh, uh, Amron Ray, sorry, Amron, and uh, Morgan, Amron and Morgan. Um, mm. I'm, and I'm trying to think about Cody and, and my cousin Jay. There you go. There's everyone. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, <laughs> Will to shout out to Willis Skyler, who just said afternoon. Hey, hello. Hello. What's going on? Yeah. So let's uh, begin. I might, I might have messed up. I think you muted yourself. Yes. Give me a second. Yes. I may have uh, messed up, but guess what? I'm not editing this out. <laughs> <laughs> we're not editing this part out of the film. So there we go. The podcast. There you go. Now you got to unmute it. And then we're going to watch the wolf. Yeah. Final pictures of this wolf that everyone's talking about. I didn't say there's only two Timbits. Did you just eat the other eight? Yeah, we ate the rest. You all need gas money. That's the best thing you've said all day. So did you uh, edit this to make it look darker or was it just uh, like a done during the night? What? It was done during the night just with my phone and with... Uh, did you hear that? Um, just the, cat, the light on the phone. Even okay. The sound, even the sound was all on the phone. That's. And then there's uh, here you get to see Cody pop up. My buddy Cody. Yeah. Big screen you, debut. 
That looks really like that just looks so ominous. It's I by him all in black. Let's get out of yeah. here. And they go Was that him yelling or did you add that in? No, he he did, but I put an actual like a deeper type of what do you call yeah. it? Yeah. You see the light back there is a work light that I had for my buddy Laven. My buddy Laven gave us a work light. Work light. So we had yeah. two work lights. No, one work light. Sorry. No, I don't see it. I like how you just went silent because you're enjoying your own work. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you lost it. <laughs> Damn. What? Those claws are uh, were made on the way there. With I should have bloodied them up. Ah, the thing. We were just having fun. I wanted to film something. I liked how you kind of kept him in the dark too, because yeah. you're you hiding, you're hiding it just enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's also, I guess I should have been doing a DVD commentary for this. Uh, short film. I was just watching. I was just watching. <laughs> you just enjoy. It. It's it's okay to enjoy your own work, man. It's yeah. It's, good. Well, it's fun because Morgan did a lot of that stuff to writing, and it just it was fun. It's fun to uh, see that. And then here's a little uh, camera trick because we only had one mask. You don't yeah. see the cut, but then there's <laughs> my, my cousin Jay. Just fantastic. I just want to say, Amran, <laughs> you're a jerk. Yeah. You shouldn't have brought me here. I'm glad you got your distance. And to these walls, I hope you choke on me. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. So, oh, there's a there's a song that I got rights to. <laughs> yeah, just like so fun. I I remember seeing that. I'm like, holy shit! Like for like a shoestring budget thing, I just mm -hmm. really liked how you hid everything and made it look cool. Oh, and, thank you. <laughs> and I kind of I kind of got uh at that end where I hope you choke on me. Was that kind of a nod to Dog Soldiers? I, well, I, it was actually a, a nod because I think I'd watched uh, Dawn of Dawn, Day of the Dead. Dawn of yes. The Dead? Day yes. of the Dead. Yeah. We've had this conversation last time. Yes. I think. And then it was just like, <laughs> and what did I say? Like, uh, we were, so I, I, had a, I had a script, but obviously I didn't let the actors, like, whatever you feel is you say. So we, I think one of the things was, I hope you choke on me. And then it was like, uh, yeah. So that was, you know, that was yeah. And she threw in some of her own lines too. So she was really fun to work with. Yeah, it, it it looked like it was a ton of fun, and like I said, considering it's just done with a phone and just random st stuff you can find. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Uh, so um, Morgan is uh, one of my actors. Is she's well, she's out in BC, but it was kind of cool that she just had been here during that time, and I was looking for an actress. And I was like, hey, would, are you? Available? But I'd worked with her two other times on two other projects. Her and Amber, her and Amron were also in my film, The Spider. Okay. Um, and I haven't released that yet, but I will soon. Um, I'm looking forward no, to actually, checking that out. Actually, if you are on my Facebook, I did leave it up for a New Year's. I think a New Year's video, and I might have still left it up there. So if you want to watch The Spider, uh, let's it's see. actually on my Facebook page. <laughs> let's take a look. So we're going to wrap up here. Um, yeah, it's, it's just that uh, I'm really enjoying like these little conversations we're doing each month now. It's going to be... Tangents. There you go. Yeah, tangents. It's just uh, me. <laughs> and if you guys want to listen to this while you're working out or do do whatever, uh, check out the podcast Beaver Does Movies. Uh, it's on Spotify and everything like that. Uh, they'll be going up there starting next week. Uh, the podcast is back. We're doing the Beaver Does Awards. Right. Uh, I'm not going to throw any spoilers yet. Uh, don't mention what you've won yet, Roger, because I want to keep want, them. I want a coffee just today. So yeah, you want a coffee just today. So for Here's me, the awards right here. Coffee. Yeah, there we go. 
<laughs> I, I already threw mine away and I'm kind of jittering a bit because I, I had a giant ass coffee. So well, you, you just say at the beginning of the show that you're going to have a freak out at the end of it. If you drink Guess what? Coffee. The freak out's happening it, now. It, it's starting. So we better end this podcast right away <laughs> before I freak out. <laughs> yeah. So for me, Roger, uh, check back at the end of the end of the month. Uh, and maybe we might throw in some extra bonus stuff. It's very, the, the schedule is very erratic, just like I am right now. <laughs> we gotta, but, gotta make this quick, man. You're starting to oh god, I'm, lose I, it. <laughs> uh, I'm twitching. I'm twitching, bro. Uh, but yeah, so definitely check check us out. We're just gonna have like regular conversations once, maybe twice a month. It, it's usually what we do anyway. We go on, we go on these platforms and we just chat. We're exclusively on Facebook now because Twitch ain't my game anymore. I realize oh. it doesn't work for me. So oh, I'll, I'll okay. explain to you afterwards. So for I, me, Roger. I just started Twitch a month ago, but I've just been watching here and there, but I haven't actually yeah. did anything on my profile yet. Yeah. So for me, Roger, we'll uh, see you guys uh, next time. See you later. There we go. We are done. <laughs>